Hey guys, it's Brooke Eagle, and we are back with another episode of the Forsyth Magazine's podcast. And today I have a guest who has been on, not once, not twice, but this is his third episode. Third time's a charm. Is that a record? I think it might be. Or okay. you might be tied with somebody else. Okay, yeah, I think you're tied. All yeah. right. I don't you're, remember who it is. You're tied for the top spot. Okay, good but to know. Dr. Andy Schneider with Forsyth Plastic Surgery. We are so happy to have him here. Thank How you, are Brooke. you? I'm good. I appreciate you having me back. It's always fun to do a podcast. Yeah, well, and we have kind of a head start because I got to see him last week at an event that we're going to chat about. That's right. And we're like, okay, what are we going to talk about on the podcast? So we have <laughs> lots of fun things in store. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So... Dr. Schneider is with uh, Forsyth Plastic Surgery, and the Vista is also part of Forsyth Plastic Surgery. That's right. Um, that we'll dive into that too. But the event that I just spoke about was this past week. It is called Toss Out Breast Cancer, and it's a cornhole tournament. It's the second year that y'all did this event. That's correct. Yeah, you know, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and obviously, we do a lot of breast reconstruction in our office for women that have had breast cancer or maybe are prone to breast cancer. And we had this idea last year to do a cornhole tournament to raise money for breast cancer uh, research and for mammograms. And last year we had 16 teams competing. This year we doubled that to 32 teams and awesome. uh, raised about $4,000. And we donated all of that money to the Forsyth Medical Center Foundation to provide funding for women to get mammograms in Winston-Salem who otherwise could not afford mammograms. And of course, mammograms are life-saving mm -hmm. because they can detect breast cancer in an early stage. And so hopefully the Cornhole Tournament, which was a lot of fun, and we had great weather, oh, yeah. uh, will looked up. allow us to provide mammograms for literally dozens and dozens of women in Winston-Salem. I love that so much. I think it should never be that should never be a problem that you can't get a mammogram because you can't afford it and so i think that's such an amazing thing that y'all are exactly, doing exactly yeah and it was a lot of fun you were there yeah um, great event we want to thank uh, aar roofing who is our sort of team member along with this they're like just incredible i mean they have these professional cornhole folks oh, and they it is wild right, to watch them they bring their all the equipment they they bring the bean bags or whatever you call them they literally make sure that the cornhole you know, um, things are set exactly 27 feet apart because yeah. that's the official distance. <laughs> Got to be official. Okay. Well, we want it to be regulation. The fact that it's a cornhole tournament is so fun because, like, there's so many other, there's so many 5Ks and different events, right, but this right. is something so unique and fun. So yeah. I love that y'all have kind of right, right. dove into this uh, Well, niche. we appreciate your support of it too. Of course. Well, breast cancer, <clears throat> my mom is a two-time breast cancer survivor. So breast cancer awareness is super important to me. My Both of my grandmothers also had breast cancer. So it's, it's so important. That early detection is so important and just awareness. I read uh, an article or no, a billboard recently and it said, Breast cancer does not wait until October. <laughs> well, so. that's a good point. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Mean, we, we see so many people who are diagnosed by mammograms or feel a lump. Many of them are young women, mm -hmm. very inspirational, and we get to participate in their care by doing their reconstruction. Yeah, that's got to be that's got to be a blessing. Um, that's got to be rewarding to be a part of that. Sure, sure. Yeah. We're able to use a lot of the skills that we have on the cosmetic side for the reconstruction side. Mm -hmm. So for instance, all the all the things we do with regard to enhancing breasts, 
we can take those same exact skills and use those to recreate a breast in a woman that's having a mastectomy. That's awesome. Well, kudos to you guys. I'm already excited for, for next year. Yeah, you got, we, we you might set, have 64 I was going to say, you set a big goal. You so you, you doubled this year. So right. if you double next year, 64 teams. It's and I'm, possible. I'm it's sure possible. you could go ahead. I mean, it's a little early, but you could probably go ahead and reach out to their office and reserve a team anytime That's you right. want. <laughs> exactly. No, no doubt about it. And I also want to thank uh, Ellen and Doug Bassett. Uh, Ellen is on our team at Forsyth Plastic Surgery. She is our PR coordinator, does all of our website and emails. And she and her husband really did a great job of organizing this and coordinating it, getting the sponsors, getting the refreshments, the food, everything. Making it happen. Exactly. Love Ellen. She's great. Yes. She does a great job. Yes. <laughs> well, great job on another great event. Already excited for next year. So another event that you guys have coming up that will be after this podcast releases is your open house on November 3rd. Right. A Thursday yes. evening. Yes. Tell us about that. So, um, you know, we do a holiday open house every year uh, just to basically thank our patients for uh, being great patients and also to introduce new things and just to celebrate the season. Obviously, a lot of people before the holidays are interested in looking their best. Mm -hmm. So one of the things we get into in November and December is getting people literally ready for all the holiday parties, Christmas card pictures, uh, you name it. And so, uh, you know, we try to do this early in the season so that people get an idea about what they can do. And on November 3rd, that's a Thursday, from four to seven, we're gonna have our big holiday open house. And what we're gonna do is, we're gonna have uh, not only refreshments and beverages there, we're gonna have some demonstrations, we're gonna have giveaways, swag bags for people that come. Uh, we're gonna have a lot of our reps there that we work with, uh, very educational, we're gonna have some talks. And it's a really good way for people that are thinking about plastic surgery to get a taste of it without having to commit, you know, because sometimes mm -hmm. people might be interested in something, but they necessarily are not ready to even make an appointment to see us. They just yeah. kind of want to feel it out. They want to yeah. see what is, what, who are the, who are these people that are at Forsyth Plastic Surgery? So this is a great way. If you're not a patient of ours, no big deal. Come register for the event, mm -hmm. show up and kind of just meet us. Yeah. There's no commitment. Because you want to feel comfortable around exactly. somebody who's going to exactly. potentially be right. doing your surgery. Right. And, you know, and, and there have been lots of studies that have shown that before somebody comes to us for a procedure, let's just say just to make an appointment, say maybe have a tummy tuck or liposuction or facelift, or before they come to see us, they've been thinking about this for years. Uh. And they've gotten serious in the last year or two and finally made the commitment to actually call our phone number and make an appointment. Yeah. So, you know, part of that is just getting to know us. So this is just a great event. People can come. They can see our facility. They can tour our uh, Vista, which is our med spa area. Yeah. Uh, they can meet the plastic surgeons. They can get brochures and information about our procedures. They can ask questions in a very sort of non-committal type of environment. And then if they choose to move forward with something, they can just make an appointment, come back and talk about it more. Or they might just say, hey, you know what? I'm very interested in doing something before the holidays. Maybe I just want Botox. Maybe I just want a little skincare. Sure, yeah. they can get that done too. Yeah, that's what I wanted to dive into next is if, let's talk about the Vista um, which I remember when you guys built that place and, or added it on. Oh my gosh. You were gosh. there at the very beginning. So beautiful. Yes, yes. If you haven't been, just come to the open house just to see this beautiful building, truly. Right. right. <laughs> um, it, is, it is an amazing facility. Yeah. I mean, and it just seamlessly blends into the 
other space. It's amazing. Exactly. It, exactly. It's beautiful. But it, what do you offer at the Vista? I know Botox we, we talked about. Right. Well, the Vista is our, as, as you said, it's our med spa. It's basically, we have two amazing estheticians there, Gina and Kinsley, uh, as well as two great cosmetic concierges, uh, Danielle and Trish Welch. And uh, it's a place for some of the non-invasive treatments. So for instance, uh, skin care, peels, that kind of thing. But we also have our lasers there. So if you're interested, say, let's say in laser hair removal, mm. or maybe treating your complexion with the laser, or maybe getting a tattoo removed that you're... Oh, yeah, I bet yep. you guys see a lot of that. We do. <laughs> People say, you know, I've had this tattoo, and maybe I'm not, don't want it the rest of my life. So yeah. let's, let's, get, get, let's get rid of it. Um, the, we also have cool sculpting there. So this is a great non-invasive way of getting rid of little bits of body fat that you want to sculpt. We have cool tone there, which is another great way of toning up muscles. Uh, and we have Exilus there, which is another way of tightening up skin. These are non-invasive treatments where there's really no downtime. Yeah. So in other words, you do it, you can really go right back to work. Yeah. Uh, and our estheticians can do all these procedures down there. Now, if somebody wants a little more invasive procedure, like liposuction, uh, eyelid surgery, facelift, these kind of things, that's when you move over to the surgical side and we start talking about surgery. Mm. But for all of the aesthetic procedures that are non-invasive, that our estheticians do, this is a great facility. It's been open now for about three and a half years, and I'm proud to say the last three years, we have been voted the number one med spa in the area by the Reader's Choice Awards, the Winston Journal. Congratulations. So it, it's really That's continues awesome. to grow. And uh, if you haven't been there, it's just a terrific spot to come and, and visit. And like I said, at our open house, you'll be able to experience it, take a tour and see it. Do you need to RSVP for the open house? You don't have to. We'd prefer. It would be helpful. <laughs> right. And that way we yeah. can reserve for you one of our swag bags that have some of our giveaways. Okay. Uh, and that kind of thing in it. So it's better to register. But and if how you do don't, you, you do that by just calling the office? Right. I'm you call our office. Okay. You can go online to ForsythePlasticSurgery.com. Okay. But it's great if we know you're coming. That way we can reserve some of these things in advance for you. Sure. Yeah. The lost art of RSVPing. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So I want to also talk about, we talked about this uh, last week. I would love to know one or two of the frequently asked questions that you get as a plastic surgeon. Sure, It can sure. be anything, but just something that you feel like you answer on a daily basis. Well, I will tell you that one of the questions we most frequently get, and, and it's also one of the hardest questions to answer, has to do with recovery after a procedure because people are worried that after they have some kind of surgical procedure, that they're gonna be you know, laid up for three months. Yeah. Most of the time, people are back in action, back to doing the things they wanna do much quicker than they think they're gonna be. Yeah. But I always tell my patients that recovery is a gradual process. It's not like one day, all of a sudden you're recovered. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that would be nice. Right. But. It's not like I say, well, 10 days, 10 days, all of a sudden, boom, you're recovered. Yeah. It's a gradual process. Um, and so typically after almost anything we do, a week later, you'll be driving, you'll be up and about doing, mo in fact, almost sometimes the same day. It's not like you're bedridden for months or weeks after these kind of procedures. Yeah. So when we talk about recovery, it's a gradual process. Most of the things we do, it's six weeks I would say you can do anything you want to do, all right? So it's six weeks after a tummy tuck or a breast augmentation or a facelift or whatever we're talking about. It's six weeks, you can pretty much do anything you want to do. But at one week, you're going to be able to do most of the things you want to do. Yeah. At two weeks, even more. And then it's gradual. 
Uh, and so, you know, we talk about recovery, but I always tell patients, you're probably going to surprise yourself. Yeah. That you are going to be back in action, doing the things you want to do quicker than you think you will be. Yeah. So that's one question. Then another question uh, that we get frequently asked by people is, you know, what are the risks of, of, of me doing this? Am I going to look strange? Am I going to regret doing this? Well, here it comes down to trusting your surgeon, mm-hmm. trusting your esthetician, trusting the nursing team that we're going to do the very best for you. We're going to do what's safe for you. We do the right thing for you. And no, we want you to look natural. We don't want you to look weird or operated upon. Yeah. Uh, everything we do carries some risk. But just driving here to the I was gonna podcast say, there's studio risk in everything. Risk. Exactly. Yeah. I was just on I-40 a little bit ago driving That's here, risky. And that carries a risk. <laughs> but most everything we do is very, very safe. The risks are very small compared to the benefits. And, uh, you know, you have to just trust who's doing your work. Yeah. And that's why I think we've established in our in our office a, a very good reputation for taking care of patients in the way that we would want people to take care of our own family members. Yeah. I love that. I think that's key with any business, but especially in your field, is to have that trust. Right. Um, You you don't have anything if you don't have trust with your patients. Exactly right. Exactly (laughs) right. And I think you've done a great job at and your whole team, but um, of building that over the last how many years? Yeah. Well, our our office, our practice is now over fifty years old. Wow. Uh, Obviously, things have changed a lot in in that fifty plus years. Yeah. And we continue to grow. Uh, We continue to add techniques and refine our procedures and add yeah. staff really all to make the patient experience more pleasant, safer, more comfortable. I mean, when I look back even just 10 years ago where we were, I mean, I've been with the office now for 23 years. Mm-hmm. And when I look back 10, 20 years ago, it's amazing where we are right now. Yeah. And we're thrilled and we really appreciate Winston-Salem and our patients for letting us do that. So question for you, 23 years ago when you first started, what did you find that you were doing the most of procedure-wise and how does that compare to what you are doing the most of now? Yeah, well, some of the basic procedures volume-wise have not changed too much. Um, We were still back 23 years ago, still doing a lot of breast augmentations. We were still doing a lot of facelifts and rhinoplasties uh, and tummy tucks. What's really changed, what the huge thing that's changed is the sort of semi-invasive procedures. Yeah. Botox, the fillers, uh, the things that, uh, that the, the, ad, the liposuction techniques now using, say, Renuvion, these kind of things like we've talked about before. It's these sort of semi-invasive procedures that have been the game changers. I tell you one thing that we do a lot now that we did not do 23 years ago is fat transfer. And you say to yourself, well, why would I want to transfer fat? Okay. <laughs> there are I some mean, places that it might be better right. better well, suited. <laughs> exactly. Well, see, it's funny. Our bodies don't really like to behave as we get older. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, we tend to lose hair where we want it. We tend to grow hair where we don't want it. Yeah. Uh, we tend to gain fat where we don't want it and lose fat where we want it. Yeah. And so so for if you look at, say, somebody's face, as we age, we tend to lose the fat in our face. Huh. And that's part of the reason we get wrinkles. That we makes to, sense. We tend to gain weight in the areas we don't want it, like in the belly or the midsection, right? So one thing that we're doing a whole lot now that we weren't doing 23 years ago when I started at the office is fat transfer. So friends, yesterday I did a facelift on somebody. Uh-huh. And as part of that facelift, not only do we tighten the skin and tighten the structures of the face, 
We also literally liposuctioned some fat out of the abdomen, took that fat and processed it, and put it back into the cheek areas. That is incredible. Yeah. And what it does, it basically it fills in the areas where you have lost fat because one of the, the signs of a youthful face is, is having that nice sort of, not necessarily plump, but filled look. Sure. Right? And as we age, we lose that fat. Uh-huh. And it start, everything starts to cave in. So now almost every facelift I do, we're actually suctioning fat out of the belly. And nobody has a problem with that. Everybody says, sure, <laughs> take as much as you want. No, right? I want all of it to Exactly. <laughs> and then we take that fat and we inject it back into the face in little areas where wild. you need it. And yeah. obviously it's your own fat. You can't reject it. Yeah. You can't be allergic to it. And huh. it pretty much stays where we put it. Yeah. And so these are the little things that we've kind of refined and a huge difference from, say, 23 years ago. Oh, I'm my gosh. say, if you needed some to farm, <laughs> I, I can, I've got plenty to spare. You want to be mean, a donor, huh? Yeah, yes, yeah. absolutely. Well, you have organ donors. I, I, there I should be fat donors. I wish that was the case, but I doubt we're going to take your fat Maybe in twenty three. Maybe in twenty three more years that will be a thing. Like you go to you donate blood, you go yeah. to donate fat. Donate fat, exactly, <laughs> right. exactly. But it's these kind of things that have made a huge difference. And that's yeah. like I said, we you know this lipo we call it lipo transfer. It's a huge game changer. Yeah, it really. Oh, is. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I agree with you. I think because when how long has um like how long has Botox been around? Well, Botox has been around at, for for cosmetic use. Since around 1999 to okay. 2000, it was around longer than that for non-cosmetic use. For headaches. For headaches, uh, for actually uh, folks that had uh, eye problems where they needed to um, adjust the, the muscle in the eye so that people didn't have double vision. Mm. Or maybe had people really tight muscles in their legs from trauma. So it was used for that kind of thing. Yeah. But the FDA cleared Botox for the cosmetic use in the early 2000s. Okay. So it's about 20 years now we've been using Botox. I feel like it's gotten just significantly more popular though in the last like 10 years. Right. It, well, it's in the re, you know the reason it's become so popular is because patients like it. It's patient driven. Yeah. And once you have, a lot cheaper than a facelift. Too. It is. <laughs> and it once you've done it and you re- really like it, then you want to keep doing it. Yeah. And it becomes part of your sort of maintenance plan. We have mm-hmm. some patients. That uh, that do it twice a year. We have some patients that do it three times a year, four times a year. That's probably you probably don't need to do it more than four times a year. Yeah. Uh, but some patients just love it, and you know it's patient driven. Yeah. It's the most popular cosmetic procedure in the world. That makes sense. Yeah. I'm not surprised to hear sure, that. Sure. Sure. So we just have a few minutes left, sure. and I want to talk about you. Uh huh. I want to see if you have any exciting trips coming up. Any exciting life events coming up? Well, What's going on with Dr. Schneider? Well, my older son, Bradley, just got engaged two months ago. Oh, my gosh. So that's, Congratulations. That's very exciting. Yeah. Um, but, um, no, we actually, if you want to talk about something exciting, um, we do have some trips coming up. But we are going to Antarctica. <gasps> but, no way. Yes. We are, we're going to Antarctica uh, but not till February of 24. Okay. So we, you have to plan this pretty oh, far in advance just I'm because sure. it's about a two-week endeavor. Wow. Um, so very excited about that. Uh, we're going with a, a group of friends. Yeah. And um, we're going to see some penguins, hopefully, and um, hopefully not get too cold. Yeah. And um, that's going to be very exciting. And that's one of those things I've always wanted to do. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's hard in our 
business to take time off because uh, patients count on you to be there when they're recovering from surgery. Sure. And uh, there's just a lot of issues involved with sort of getting out of town. So things need to be planned far in advance. Yeah. So this will be fun. It's going to be about a two-week adventure. Good for you. But I'm excited about that. Yeah. That's awesome. But you know what? Good for you for doing that because while I'm sure it's difficult scheduling-wise with your job, I think doing things like this and checking things off your bucket list only makes you a better doctor, you know, right. better yeah. for your patients exactly. to be able to take right. that personal time. Exactly. Exactly. So, and oh I've gosh. learned to make sure that I get back in plenty of time because, you know, with travel these days, you just never know how that's going to be. So Ooh, that's the I, truth. I always want to make sure that I've got at least a day or two to get back. Yeah. Uh, so we don't have to call a patient and say, you know what? I'm stuck in the airport <laughs> and I'm not going to be <laughs> there tomorrow in morning days. in the operating room. So we don't want that to ever happen. Yeah. Yeah. So besides penguins, what were some other reasons that Antarctica was on your bucket list? You know, I just, well, first, I've never been on a cruise. Really? I've never been on well, a cruise. Well, me neither. <laughs> well, okay, well, good. well we, we actually had planned one, our first cruise ever, and then that got canceled by COVID. Uh, and so I've never been on a cruise. And I figured if we're going to go on a cruise, let's make it an adventure. Yeah. And I just figured like, okay, let's just, let's do let's go someplace that, you know, you're going to go once in your life. Mm-hmm. And um, and my wife wasn't actually very excited about this idea. <laughs> um, I mean, I've been talking about it for a couple of years. And She's so, like, maybe you'll forget about this Antarctica thing. Right. So, you know, it's pretty cold there. <laughs> and uh, I'm just not so excited about that. But so I, so I had a plan. So I, I found some of our friends who wanted to do it. And so they were like, yeah, I want to do that. So so once she heard uh, there are several groups going. Yeah. And some of they our friends. They peer pressured her. Peer pressure. She said, okay, <laughs> if they're going, I guess, then I will go. All right. <laughs> and so, so that was sort of my plan. So now I think she's pretty excited about it, actually. That's going to be so, so much fun. Because we've got like, you know, I think so far we've got five other couples signed up to go on this trip. And so that's going to be kind of fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That is going to be a trip to remember. Exactly. I can't exactly. wait to see pictures. Right. Next time you come on, well, you'll probably come on before then, but yes. we'll have to. Because I need to break the record. Yeah, you know? I know. Right. We, we got to right. go ahead and get number <laughs> number four on the schedule. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, Dr. Schneider, it is always a pleasure to chat with you. Well, thank um, you. Always yeah. great to be here. Yeah. And so don't forget about the open house at Precise Plastic Surgery at the Vista, Thursday, November 3rd, 4 to 7 p.m., Holiday open house. Be sure to be polite and RSVP. Let them know you're coming. That's right. Give yes. the office a call, or you can said you can also RSVP online. Online, yep. Go online. Precisplasticsurgery.com. Yep. I'm assuming. Yep. Um. And yeah, thanks for being breast cancer awareness supporters. That's amazing. And thanks for just being a great addition to the Winston Salem community. Well, thank you for doing this and for all that Forsyth Woman does. Yeah. Well, that is a wrap for today. You can find Forsyth Mags on social media and online, ForsythMags.com. You can read all of our content and you can find Forsyth Plastic Surgery online and on social media as well. We'll put their information in the show notes. And if you enjoyed this episode, which I'm sure you did because Dr. Schneider is awesome, (laughs) uh, we would love it if you would leave us a rating or a review. And that's a wrap for today. We'll see you next time. The views and opinions stated on this podcast are solely those of the contributors and not necessarily those of our distributors or hosting companies. This podcast is copyrighted and cannot be reproduced without expressed written consent of Forsyth Magazines Incorporated. Ooh, that's a mouthful.